Reach Next Generation podcast. I'm Grace Jeffries and I'm thinking about my future. To help me with this, I'm speaking with successful women to get an understanding of the challenges they've faced throughout their careers, how they overcame them and what tips they for girls of my age. Today my guest is Hannah Awanuga, who is the Global Head of Colleague Engagement, Diversity and Inclusion at Barclays and a multi-award winning DEI speaker. Thanks for joining me today, Hannah. Can we start by you telling us all how your career took you to the role you have today? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. So um, I actually started my career um, when I was 17. I joined the banking industry when I was 17. And at the time, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I don't think I wanted to. I never thought I'd stay in the bank. I thought I just wanted to kind of make money. Um, but then I think as I started to develop in my career, I started to acknowledge some of the things that I really enjoyed about my work. I started to understand that I really enjoy um, meeting people and I, like, I enjoyed um, working with people, working with clients, working with um, individuals. And so as I started to understand more about what I enjoyed, um, I stayed. And so 16, 16 years later, I'm, I'm still here. Um, and so I've done various roles in the brand. I've been a branch manager. I've been an area manager. I then moved into some more strategic roles, looking at colleague experience, looking at empowerment and empathy. Um, and then in 2019, I moved over to um, diversity, equity and inclusion. Um, and as a black woman in the corporate world, for me, that was, a real pinnacle moment because that's where I really found my career and my voice yeah. um, and so that's where I am now. Well when you were at school did you know that maybe you had a slight idea of the kind of path you wanted to go on or did you take a bit longer and that happened maybe more later in life? So in school I was never very academic um, but my parents kind of like did um, like skilled jobs and that. Like I would I would say now that I come from a lower socioeconomic background, and so and I know this might sound silly, but I just knew that I wanted to work in a place that I could wear a suit. <laughs> um, and uh, and I suppose I knew that much, but I didn't know much else. Um, and then my circumstances led me to be living independently when I was 15. Um, and so then I had to make a decision about my what I wanted to do. And so although I didn't know where and what I wanted to do, banking felt safe to me. It felt more accessible to me. And so that's how I gravitated to the bank. Well, obviously, with all of the apprenticeships nowadays, how important do you think it actually is to go to university? Do you know what? I honestly think that university is extremely important um, for some careers. Um, and so I think everything now has a, there's a reason behind everything. So yes, you can go to university. If you want to become a doctor or a lawyer, then absolutely you know, university is the right place for you to do to get the skills that you need to become the doctors and lawyers. 
However, what we are seeing now is that more people are really interested in the skills that they can learn, the experiences that they can have, and actually learning on the job. And so to me, apprenticeships are so important because what they do is they allow you, they introduce you into the world of work, they, you get paid, and then also you're learning on the job. So there was a period of time in my career when I... Um, when I um, joined the Barclays degree program, which is what is now called the Barclays apprenticeship program. And um, so I got a degree from Barclays in my career when it was right for me. And so I think for me, it's just important to understand that, you know, not everyone goes to university straight after school and that is okay. You can start working, you can join apprenticeship programs, and they will also get you to where you want to be with the experience and with the um, academic knowledge as well. Yeah. Well, obviously we've all been hit by COVID, with things just beginning to feel normal again. But how have you had to deal with the COVID-19 issues, both personally and professionally? Um, it's a really great question. COVID hit everybody in the same way, but differently. And so um, I love the fact that we are now all much more open and receptive to working virtually, to working at home, to being flexible, all things that were quite challenging in other times. You know, not, not everyone was... Um, receptive to working from home at a point you know that would that used to have to be a request that you would put in and it would be agreed or, de or declined whereas now um now it's much more acceptable i think i'm a mother of three i have three children and so that there is a ch there was a challenge is a challenge of working full-time and looking after my children and the, my, you know, the responsibilities I have at home um, and juggling all of that together. I think that that is that can be some of the challenges. But overall, now that I've re returned back to the office and I'm doing a few days at home and a few days at work in the office, a few days in the office, I love that balance. I love being able to come into the office and then I love also being able to work from home. So as part of our Reach Next Generation summits, we look at diversity and opportunity for young girls from the black and minority communities. But do you think we're seeing a more inclusive society since the Black Lives Matter conversation started? Oh, that's a big question. Um, we are seeing, so I suppose I am hearing more conversation around black and ethnically diverse communities but the progress is slow yeah and so um i think what there's one thing i i speak about a lot which is this in, illusion of inclusion and essentially what that is is you can you can have this illusion that things are happening because you constantly talk about something so if you constantly talk about Black Lives Matter, constantly talk about black and ethnically diverse people, others think, oh my God, they're doing so much for that community. When actually the action is limited or small or incremental. Yeah. And so, yes, I'm seeing a lot more conversation, 
but I'd love to see much more action. Of course. At least there is progress, even if it is slow. Small progress. Yeah. Absolutely. Doing what you do when looking after your children must be quite stressful sometimes. But do you have any hobbies that really help you to relax outside of work? Uh, great question. Um, I oh, good question. Because I do a lot of I do, everything I do surrounds my kids or my work. Um, to be honest, actually, I really enjoy conversations I love engaging in conversations I love meeting new people I love building my network and so I do a lot of connecting with people I I really benefit from being around others I'm an extroverted socialite that is introverted (laughs) so I I love being out there I love being social but then I need a minute after to kind of debrief myself so if I was to think about anything that I do outside of work is I love to socialise, I love to be with friends, I love to meet new people, I love to go to events. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So what tips would you give when they when girls start to think about their own careers and their own futures? What tips would I give? Um so I would say that as a young woman, um, do everything, enjoy everything, get involved in everything. You know, um, you don't know what you want to do in life yet, and that is perfectly fine. But until you know what you want to do, go and do everything. Go to them events, go and speak to people, network, join LinkedIn, be, you know, join conversations, learn. Um and then I would also say, be authentically you. Be who you are. Embrace who you are. Embrace all your differences. Um, and don't let society or your environment or people um, dim your light. Shine bright. That's what I would say. So throughout your career, have you had any mentors or have there been anyone that you particularly admire? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I have several mentors and several people that I admire. and I, I, I'm not even going to name one because I would have to name all of them. Um, I really think it's really important to have good mentors around you because you can't do it on your own. And, and you know, to my point, that to my advice that I just gave you about do everything, you need to have people around you that are going to help you grow. And so um, I've always had mentors in my career. They are a big part of who I am today. And I'm still seeking and looking for new mentors, more senior mentors. Um, and so, yeah, no one is ever, you can never, you can never, like, um, you can never have enough good people around you. Um, yeah. have, yeah. Well, there's a lot of talk about pay equality generally. But how well do you think women are catching up with men's salaries and getting those top jobs, especially in finance? Um, well, research shows us. The World Economic Forum did a study in 2021, and that research concluded that in, all, in order for men and women to be equal, it will take us 200 years. So, yeah, exactly, right? So it's going to take us 200 years for men and women to be equal. So rather than looking at 
equality where we want the same, we should be looking at equity. How do we ensure that we give women exactly what they need to progress and grow and develop in their careers? So the short answer is we're not about to be equal anytime soon. So um, let's make sure that we are creating an equitable society where everyone can grow. Yeah. Well, even though there isn't much progress happening, I mean, not for 200 years, what do you want work for women maybe to look like in only 10 years? So what I would love um, to see over the next 10 years is a true representation of women across industries doing different things. We are seeing some really senior women coming up in the bank or, you know, in different industries. I would love to see them be diverse. You know, black women, Asian women, you know, women from different from different backgrounds, women with different abilities. And um, I would love to see that. I would also really like to see um, more sponsorship. So men actively sponsoring women to have better opportunities in the workplace. Yeah. Well, day to day, what is one of your favourite parts of your day or maybe your most interesting parts of your day? So one of my favourite things in my job is that I I get to do some really interesting stuff and I get to meet some awesome people, like like all, like phenomenal people I get to meet and that really inspires me and motivates me. So um, I get to meet women and men from all abilities. I get to meet some fantastic young people, people that have really had hard lives that are making it for themselves, people yeah. that have different abilities. And so that really spears me on. And so I, when I can see that I'm having an impact on people's lives, um, yeah, that really, really satisfies me. Yeah. Well, I really enjoyed chatting with you today, Hannah. Thank you so, so much. And I'm sure everyone listening will now be thinking about some of the choices they're about to make in their own careers. Keep listening yeah. To the, yeah, definitely. But keep listening to the Region Next Generation podcasts as I talk to many more brilliant women. And more information about us is at regionnextgeneration.com. And thank you to our sponsors, Barclays Bank, Levi Strauss, Sage PLC, Haynes Watts and Ideal Standard.